that Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the bodega. It's your man Ben's Pharrell with thinking out loud. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing great. All right. All right, I got updates on one story that I did. I've been working on for the last couple of days. The heinous motive revealed in a random shooting murder of a teen girl. Andrea Vasquez's sister said the horrific California crime had completely destroyed her. All right, so the man accused of abducting and murdering a 19-year-old Los Angeles woman who had been on a date with her boyfriend and parked allegedly... All right, let me see. The man accused of of abducting and murdering a 19-year-old Los Angeles woman who had been on a date with her boyfriend in a park allegedly tried to rape her as she was dying, prosecutors revealed on Wednesday. Gabriel Esparza, a 20-year-old, allegedly shot and kidnapped Andrea Vasquez on Sunday in the parking stalls area of Penn Park in Whittier, about 20 miles south southeast of Los Angeles, and a randomly targeted attack, according to police. It was a random targeted attack. He drove her to a remote area of Moreno Valley in Riverside County, where he attempted, attempted to rape her before dumping her body in the field. Los Angeles District Attorney George Garçon announced in a press conference. Esparza is charged with one count of kidnapping to commit rape and two counts of attempted forcible rape in addition to murder and other charges. All right. So he pleaded not guilty and is being held without bail. Gasson said the heinous nature of this crime against an innocent woman shocks our community, uh, community to its core. On Sunday, shortly after midnight, Esparza allegedly approached Vasquez and her boyfriend, who were sitting on the trunk of his car and opened fire with a rifle. Vasquez's boyfriend fled for cover. When he returned to the car, there was a trail of blood and she was gone, he told police. Okay, prosecutors say Esparza drove off with Vasquez, who was seriously wounded in the bed of his Toyota Tacoma truck. All right, you see what he did? So her sister, Edlin Vasquez, Edlin Vasquez, that's what I'm naming, tracked her phone using an app and saw that it was moving along the 60 freeway toward Riverside, the Los Angeles um, news sources reported. So she and her friend tried to follow the car and lost the signal in Moreno Valley. She told the news sources, they were way ahead of us, she stated. There was no way to catch up with them. Then, when they reached the World Logistics Center Parkway, where the phone last pinged, they found blood. An extensive search located Vasquez's body the next day a short distance from her phone's last known location. Esparza was arrested at his workplace in Lakewood the same day. Edelyn Vasquez left a heartbreaking tribute to her sister Wednesday on Facebook. 
My beautiful angel, I am completely destroyed. Words cannot describe this pain. She wrote, I love you with all of my heart and my soul until we meet again, my beautiful baby, R.I.P. A relative of the victim, Emily Martinez, previously told news sources that she had been adored by their whole family and had planned to pursue a career in cosmetology. All right. I know y'all remember this. I told you I, I talked about this for a couple of days. The first initial one I talked about when uh, uh, Andrea Vasquez was kidnapped and she disappeared. I did that story. If you go back on my timeline on the damn podcast, you're going to see that, that I talked about that. And then maybe another day or probably one day later, that's when I announced the suspect of that missing thing. And, uh, and then Vasquez was dead. And then today is the third episode of what I'm talking about. It's the man of cues of abducting a murder and, and murdering a 19-year-old Los Angeles woman who had been on a date with her boyfriend in a park, allegedly tried to rape her as she was dying, prosecutors revealed on Wednesday. Gabriel Esparza, that's the guy, 20 years old, and he's super young, allegedly shot and kidnapped Andrea Vasquez on Sunday in the parking stalls area of Penn Park and Whittier, about 20 miles southeast of Los Angeles in a randomly targeted attack, according to the police. All right, he drove her to a remote area of Moreno Valley in Riverside County where he attempted to rape her before dumping her body in the field, Los Angeles District Attorney George Gasson announced in a press conference. Okay. All right, Esparza is charged with one count of kidnapping to commit rape and two counts of attempted forcible rape in addition to the murder and other charges. See what I'm saying? I'm reiterating. He pleaded not guilty and is being held without bond. Gasson said that the heinous nature of this crime against an innocent woman shocks our community to its core. On Sunday, shortly after midnight, Esparza allegedly approached Vasquez and her boyfriend, who were sitting on the trunk of his car, and then he opened fire with a rifle. All right, Vasquez's boyfriend fled for cover. When he returned to the car, there was a trail of blood and she was gone. That's what he told the police. Prosecutors said Esparza drove off with Vasquez, who was seriously wounded in the bed of his Toyota Tacoma truck. I don't know what's in this guy's mind. Her sister, Edelyn Vasquez, tracked her phone using an app and saw that it was moving along the 60 freeway toward Riverside, the Los Angeles uh, Times reported that she and her friend tried to follow the car and lost the signal in Moreno Valley. She told the local news sources, there were ways ahead of us, she stated. There's no way we could catch up with them when they reached the World Logistics Center Parkway where the phone was last pinged. They found blood on that location, in that particular location, and an extensive search located Vasquez's body the next day, a short distance from her phone's last known location. Esparza was arrested at his workplace in Lakewood the same day. Edlin and Vasquez left a heartbreaking tribute to her sister on the Facebook. You see what I'm saying? And then 
after that, a relative of the victim, Emily Martinez, previously told news sources that she had been adored by their whole family and had planned to pursue a career of cosmetology. See what I'm saying? So that's right there. That's all of the updates on that girl right there. So that's a sad situation. And it was a random attack by this guy. Um, uh, What's his name? Esparza. What the fool name again? Esparza. Yeah, that's a Gabriel Esparza. All right, so like that's crazy, and they say that's a random attack. This guy just randomly attacked the girl. He seen the girl and attacked her, and which is very disturbing. It doesn't make any type of sense. I can't believe this dude did that. This girl wasn't even, she didn't even start her life, all right? She was just a baby, practically. So this is um, something that the public got to know about. It's a sad, tragic situation. Very sad and tragic, you know? Um, I don't know what's wrong with this dude, but hopefully they find out what this guy was thinking about. So they could, like, you know, deter uh, a person like this in the future. See what I'm saying? So they could deter it. Like, okay, this guy right here, something ain't right about this person, you know? So because, man, that yo, it's just, it's very discouraging just for a person to just randomly attack an innocent person. You see what I'm saying? It's discouraging to be like, yo, man, I don't know if I'm going to go out there today. But I'm not trying to discourage you, and I'm trying to help you deter. Like, I'm trying to help you detect motherfuckers like this. You see what I'm saying? He randomly just came out of nowhere and attacked this person. So... I don't know if the politician is going to use this to be like, yes, uh, we have to exercise our Second Amendment rights. You see what I'm saying? You see where, where I'm getting at? This story right here, it, it did make headlines in the California Tribune. Uh, so, and I, I don't have nothing against the Second Amendment rights. It's the people... That's because guns don't kill people. It's people with the guns that kill people. See what I'm saying? This dude, Esparza, he had a rifle and he hunted down this female like she was a target. Like she was just a random deer running around the forest. So, you know, it's people like this that we're trying to detect to have a freaking better society to live in. See what I'm saying? So... I'm not trying to talk shit about the Second Amendment rights because I do uh, commend the Second Amendment rights. I commend it. But how do we deter who could, who's, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? How do we deter that who's eligible to access a weapon and who's not? How do we do that? That's the biggest question. This is the question for gun reform. You see what I'm saying? And we're gonna keep having this conversation till we get it right. Because we gotta know 
how to distinguish, yo, this person is not eligible to have a weapon. We have to come with a protocol. Like I said time and time before, that, yo, this person right here is uneligible. We cannot let them purchase no weapon. You got to come up with a survey of some sort. You got to come up with a survey or some type of testing protocol before a person is eligible to purchase a weapon. You get what I'm saying? That's what you got to come up with. You got to figure that out. Anyway, moving along. Colorado father killed after confronting the alleged scooter thief. Scooter thieves in his yard. All right. Scooter is starting to be a big thing. Uh, definitely in America and all of the major cities in America because everybody needs to get around and try to make it easy and very feasible for the average American because a scooter is, uh, in, from today's society, it's very necessary because everybody don't want to use their car to drive around. The scooter is feasible. You could fold it uh, on the bus like down here in Harris County, the bus, you know, you could take the um, scooter, you could park it, like you could set it somewhere on the bus and place it on the bus, or you could take it on the bus with you. You see what I'm saying? There's scooters that you could just like use, and but they could fold, they could fold, and you could compact it to a small item where you could carry it on the bus. That's what a lot of people does especially in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas went crazy with the uh, electric scooter stuff. So Colorado police are investigating after a man was fatally shot while trying to intervene in an alleged theft from his own backyard. Police said in a news release that a shooting was reported on Aurora, Colorado's Parish Street. Or Aurora, Colorado, all right, Parish Street in the city's Delmark Park neighborhood. At around 4.39 in the morning local time on Wednesday, responding officers found a 49-year-old man inside of a home with a gunshot wound. Police and other first responders took life-saving measures, but the man who has not been identified died at the scene. News release said that the investigation officers found the man and his son were awakened when they heard two people allegedly stealing scooters parked in the backyard of their house. The father and son confronted the suspects who allegedly drove away on the stolen scooters. The father and son chased the alleged thieves in a pickup truck and shots were fired at the vehicle. This is very disheartening. Um, Police said that the father and son returned home. Then a vehicle drove by the front of the house and fired several shots. Hold up. All right. The police said that the father and son returned home. Then a vehicle drove by the front of the house and fired several rounds into the house. That was how the man was fatally wounded, police stated. Investigators identified multiple scenes connected to the incident that include yards in the neighborhood where the scooters were recovered. All right, so the suspects have not been identified, but police said they that they do not believe there is a threat to the public. Anyone with information is being to ask to contact the Metro Denver Crime Police and stuff. Okay, so... 
Um, so they're investigating that a shooting was reported on Aurora, Colorado's Parish Street in the city, in the city's Delmark Park neighborhood. At around 4.39 in the morning local time on Wednesday, responding officers found a 49-year-old man inside of a home with a gunshot wound. Police and others and first responders took life-saving measures, but the man who has been identified died at the scene. The news release said that investigating officers found the man and his son were awakened when they heard two people allegedly stealing scooters parked in the backyard of their house. The father and son confronted the suspects who allegedly drove away on the stolen scooters. The father and son chased the alleged thieves in a pickup truck and shots were fired at the vehicle. Police said that the father and son returned home. Then a vehicle drove by the front of the house and fired several rounds into the house. That's why I said this is like, this is like so silly and shit. And then it's not silly. It's just like, what the hell? Like what type of society we have turned this into? Like, this is very disturbing. You get what I'm saying? This is disturbing for real. Uh, that's That was how the man was fatally wounded. When, uh, uh a vehicle drove by the front of the house and fired several rounds because the son and the dad returned home after they chased the scooter thieves, but the scooter thieves were shooting at them. Like, what the fuck? That, that's just, like... It make you think, like, yo, bro, what's really going on in this country? Like, <laughs> yo, I don't even know, bro. Because this shit, it don't, it don't make no sense. Like, bro, and then, and then, I know this story is some serious shit. Because look, I'm a motorcycle. I'm a rider. I'm a bike rider. I'm a motorcycle. I drive a motorcycle. I'm into motorcycles. That's like what I do and stuff. But it's gotten so bad lately that I have to park all of my motorcycles at the storage. I can't leave my motorcycle. I live in an apartment complex. I can't leave my motorcycle in an apartment in the in the parking lot. You just you just can't. Somebody's gonna steal it. It's inevitable. Somebody's gonna come in the parking lot and steal your motorcycle. It's just period, point blank. Period. You can ask any biker in Houston, Texas. They all gonna tell you the same thing, nigga. They're gonna steal your bike. Even if you get insurance on your motorcycle, the insurance is gonna freaking shy away from even trying to give you insurance on your motorcycle. They're going to shy away from it because they'll be like, bro, we don't know if we want to get into that because your motorcycle is a liability to the goddamn insurance company because there is a major chance somebody's going to steal it. And then the person that's going to steal your motorcycle, 9 out of 10, is going to be a young guy, a young dude. They're going to steal the bike. It's just inevitable. Inevitable. I'm sorry. Inevitable. Like, is they going to come and get the bike? And now you can't even keep a scooter parked anywhere at your house. Somebody's lurking. Somebody is fucking lurking around and looking, trying to steal your scooter. You see what I'm saying? Like, we live in a fucked up society right now. 
And the economy is bad. I have to talk about this, bro, because the economy is real fucking bad. You see what I'm saying? There's a lot of people who's not working. There's a lot of people that's like, they're going through a lot of pain. And then on top of it, you got the border crisis where a lot of the two, three hundred thousand people don't ran through the border and you don't know where they at in America. You see what I'm saying? They having problems keeping accountability on what's coming across that border. And now, and now you have this. You see what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of it's a lot of components that's leading to a lot of these crimes that's going on in our country. Just need you to understand that. See what I'm saying? So, and I'm telling you, I've experienced it myself. I'm a motorcycle rider. I keep my motorcycle. I never had my motorcycle taken at the apartment. I lived in a different apartment complex a couple of years ago. My motorcycle was always parked in front of the goddamn building where I stayed at. Ain't nobody never took that shit. Now, all of a sudden, you know, these kids are very impressionable, and you got a lot of motorcycle gangs in Houston, Texas. So the kids, the like young boys are so into the motorcycle, they don't give a fuck, bro. They they going to steal the bike. They don't care. They don't give a shit. They coming to take that bitch, and they don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? So it's sad what we come to. It's sad and what we have come across in America, you know? So, and, and it's extremely disturbing because you can't keep nothing. You can't have nothing. There's somebody watching you. There's somebody lurking around, watching your every movement. That's very disturbing. If you ask me, like, nobody don't want to live like that. Nobody doesn't want to live like that, you know? So, I don't know, man. They're going to have to fix this right here because if they don't fix this, People are going to start being shrewd on what's going on in America, and they're going to be like, hey, man, the kids, like, parents is going to be very strict with the children because they don't want to lose, nobody don't want to bury their children. So I'm telling you, this is bad in all corners. So I don't know. This right here is disturbing. The scooter, and then a vehicle came back to the residence and shot inside the alleged thieves that stole the scooter from the backyard of that house where the man died, they allegedly came back in the vehicle and shot inside of the house. I'm sorry if I had to keep repeating back and back again because, you know, I got to make sure that I say what I'm saying clearly. So I'm going to just jump on another um, news to see what else is going on. Okay, Trump officially booked into the Fulton County Jail in an election interference case. Atlanta, former President Donald Trump will head to Atlanta on Thursday to surrender to Georgia authorities on charges that he schemed to overturn the 2020 election in the state. All right, 7, 7.48 in the afternoon, former President Donald Trump official booked into the Fulton County Jail on RICO charges stemming from accusations he allegedly meddled in the 2020 election in Georgia. All right, so they're giving you like a time duration when he got there, the motorcade, 
uh, all of that. All right, so he got his own motorcade. A federal judge has set a September 18 hearing for the former Department of Justice official Jeffrey Clark's motion to move his Fulton County case to federal court. All right, so ahead of his surrender at the Fulton County Jail, former President Trump attacks District Attorney Fannie Willis in a post on his Truth Social account. In the post, he questioned the amount of violent crime in Atlanta and claims people are afraid to go outside to buy a loaf of bread. This is what he posted. Why is there so much murder in Atlanta? Why is there so much violent crimes? People are afraid to go outside to buy a loaf of bread. One big reason is the failed district attorney, Fannie Willis, who is campaigning and fundraising off Get Trump much like the others, doesn't have the time, money, or interest to go after the real criminals, even the really violent ones that are destroying Atlanta and its once beautiful culture and way of life. This is yet another sad day in America. This is what goddamn Donald Trump uh, posted. Former President Donald Trump motorcade arrives at the airport in New Jersey to head to Atlanta at 4.22 p.m. Eastern Time as he prepares to surrender at the Fulton County Giselle. At 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, case-specific scheduling order for former President Trump co-defendant Kenneth Chesabro. Trial date for Chesterbro is set for October 23rd, 2023. Chesterbro had filed a motion seeking an earlier court date. See? See that? Hey, hey, hey. You see that part right there? He's seeking for an earlier court date. See, look, this is what I believe. This is, and I already said my piece on this. I said, um, look, the lawyers already know what the fuck they're going to say. The first court appearance day, all right. I the lawyers is gonna play the tape and what Donald Trump had said that day on January uh, 6, twenty twenty. They're gonna just play the tape. That's all the lawyers is going to do. I think in the very beginning of the fucking case, when the prosecutors presented, and then the lawyers that's defending Trump and the uh, the 18 other co-defendants it's just going to simply pay, play the tape and that's it. It's going to be the smoking gun to let Trump go and the case is just going to be done with and over. I'm just predicting that that's what's about to happen. I'm just going to put that out there. They're just going to once the Trial is not even a trial. I think it's just a case. There's no trial, but whatever you want to call it, once the trial, once the prosecutors present the case, right? Once they finish talking to the jury or whatever they do, right? Listen to me carefully. This is what I believe was going to happen. Once the prosecutors present the case and then the lawyers uh, take the stand to present their case, I guarantee you they're going to fuck around and play the tape and what President Donald Trump said at the time. And the case is going to be done with, over. They're going to let everybody go. That's it. Uh, I, I could be wrong, but I doubt it. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. I highly doubt it. I believe exactly what I just said is, is, is 
going to exactly happen. All right. And then and if it does happen, I'm going to talk a whole hell of a lot of shit about Fannie Willis. See, now I'm a black person. Fannie Willis is a black person. All right. I love my black sisters. I love people. I am not racist towards no coloring, uh, culture, creed, religion, none of that. I just love people. People are um, very interesting to me. But I'm trying to tell you, Miss Fannie Willis, she's going to have egg on her face and it's not going to look good. I'm just, that's just what I'm seeing here. I've been doing my research. This might, this might get real ugly for her. I don't know. I don't think nothing is going to happen to Trump. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I tried my best. I tried and I tried my best to read documents, court documents, a shitload of articles. You know I, you know I read a ton of articles. So I just don't see Trump getting in trouble. Now, there's a lawyer, there's other lawyers that examine this whole situation. I only have maybe a few, very, very, very few lawyers that said oh, Trump might get in trouble. There's a possibility. They said there's a possibility. But all the other lawyers that gave in their opinion was like, nah, Trump is not going to get in trouble. Uh, Fannie Willis is going to get fucked up. You know, but like I said, a majority of the lawyers, I mean, I listen to a lot of lawyers' opinions. And like I said, the majority of all the lawyers that's talking about this situation with Donald Trump on the probe of the January 6, 2020 situation, uh, they all was like, oh, this district attorney right here, she's fucking tripping. She's crazy. And then maybe just maybe one to two lawyers said, maybe there's a possibility that Trump might get in trouble. But me examining this myself, at me looking from the outside looking in, I don't see Trump getting in trouble. I just don't see it. I can't even, um, I don't have the inclination. I just can't, I can't even fathom the thought of it. So that says a lot, right? So I'm just saying, bro, I don't know. I don't fucking know. But hey, I'm gonna end this apple pie short and sweet. I'm going to be back with another segment. I promise I will. You know I'm going to be back. This is your man, Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube, which is Box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. That's Box Benji. Same name that you can use to follow me on Instagram. And there's a new social media platform called Thread. You can type in Box Benji. You will find me. All right? And you can type in Box Benji to follow me on TikTok. Yes, sir. And... All the other social medias that you could think of, you might find me there too. I haven't been active on Rumble at all. I haven't been on Twitch at all. Pretty sure maybe I will get into it, but hey, I'm into this Spotify stuff right here. So you're definitely going to catch me here, and you're definitely going to catch my goddamn opinion. I promise you that. So I'm going to catch you later on another segment. Just give me a couple of hours because I'm about to go eat and watch me some academics because he's a very entertaining personality. I enjoy his stuff. All right. So I'm going to holler at you later. This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace. Boom. It's the home night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I don't fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them 
Harlem nights. Party at the bodega. 